Well, stupid has reared its ugly head again here in America, and uh, we can be ever so proud for it because um, now Dr. Seuss is under attack. Um, Dr. Seuss wrote over uh, 60 books in his lifetime, over 700 million copies sold globally, but now um, the estate that manages uh, his work uh, decided this past week or not this past week, recently, I don't know when it was exactly, that six of the books just shouldn't be uh, sold anymore, um, that they are uh, um, racially insensitive. And, and I, I tried to do a little research on this because you kind of like to know what you're talking about rather than just hearing it in the news. And um, you know, this one article I've been looking at um, talks specifically about um, one of Seuss's books, and it's not his most uh, famous one. Um, it was uh, actually, I think, his first one um, called And to Think That I Saw It on Mulberry Street. Um, it's about a boy who witnesses increasingly outlandish things. It was published in 1937. Um, and the big problem with this book was that um, within this book, there was an Asian man who um, uh, Dr. Seuss illustrated or with having slanted eyes to signify um, an Asian person. Well, okay, I understand that there have is a derogatory term, slant eyes, that were used uh, for um, uh, Asian people. But I don't understand, like in a picture, and, and, and certainly in like a drawing, you're gonna have to show some different uh, facial features if you want to illustrate an Asian person. Asian people don't look like white people. Uh, white people don't look like black people and don't look like, you know, uh, Middle Eastern people. And what I don't get is how when we show that there's some illustrations to somehow show to the people looking uh, that this person's different than that person, how does that make it wrong? Asians' eyes and face structure is different than a white person or a black person. So if that was shown with eyes that were slanted or elongated or the face was more round. I mean, why is that bad or wrong? That is the difference that we have within humanity. And it ought to be celebrated, not like, not felt like it, that it's somehow less adequate. See, the whole problem is it's not, difference is great. It's only those people who think that 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 their what they have in their side is better than the next. That's the problem. It's not that there's differences is a problem. It's the same thing with the gender thing. You don't solve people's arrogance for those who might think men are better than women by making everything gender gender neutral and all of a sudden they're they're not be gendered. That's not the answer. There are genders. The answer is, is you don't tolerate someone that thinks one gender is better than the next. The, the answer isn't that you like take away any kind of differences in, in, in different um, ethnicities of people. You celebrate that and you beat the crud out of anyone who thinks that theirs is better than the next. That's the problem. 
And so, you know, here we've got cancel culture because of, you know, people's fearing that something can be misconstrued the wrong way or something is hurtful or wrong. Yeah, it's a whole redskin thing, like in football and stuff like that. So what if some someone's skin's a little bit redder than another or a little bit darker than another? Who said, that, like, light is good? Honestly, I don't know anyone who likes pasty and pale. So why does that have to be offensive? You know, when I was a kid, there was a, a song, Jesus loves all the little children, all the little children of the world, red and yellow, black and white. Oh my goodness, don't call someone red. Don't call someone yellow. <laughs> don't call someone black. And frankly, we we're told white is pretty bad right now too. So what can you call a person? It is absolutely ridiculousness. And, and honestly, it's not like it was the media who did this. It was Dr. Seuss's estate that have, ha, has done this. And this is the problem in America is that corporations, corporations determine what is right and what is wrong. I was reading in the same article, uh, and I want to get back to that corporations determine what is right and what is wrong, because there's another issue before I leave this one behind. But um, as I was reading this uh, same article, um, the author of uh, um, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, Raul Dahl, uh, I, I, I never knew this, but originally the Oompa Loompas weren't Oompa Loompas. <laughs> they were like African pygmy uh, people, uh, but that was seen as being um, inappropriate, insensitive, uh, hurtful and wrong and whatever. So he had to go back and rewrite his work in which he creates these Oompa Loompas who aren't real, um, who uh, then he creates this uh, Oompa Loompa land uh, that, that didn't even ever exist where he goes and gets these workers from. Why? Also that we don't like uh, offend anyone that has, you know, uh, dark-skinned African roots. Why not just celebrate that? You know, it's just, it's absolutely ridiculous. And what's interesting too is I've been reading more and more articles from people on the left. I don't like reading them, but usually the headlines will draw me in. But these people who are pretty extreme on the left um, are actually saying things like, you know what, cancel culture's real. And even though, you know, this might not be your issue, e even though, you know, uh, you, you're liking that the right is getting kind of kicked in the pants on, on this issue and that issue, you better take note because pretty soon they're going to come for you. And what's happened is this whole culture on the left has been let loose and they can't control it themselves. And pretty soon extremism is going to take them over and cancel them out. And a few of the smart ones on that side are realizing it. And, and it's like, you know what? You better take the side with the people on the right, because if not, it's coming for you. This is how I would explain it. I'm not into uh, smoking cigarettes. Um, I've never smoked them other than occasionally, maybe around fourth grade, um, when I would find one, you know, thrown on the ground, still lit, I'd pick it up and take a couple drags on it. Not proud of that. Um, or, you know, sneak one of my grandma's and open her window in, in the bathroom and, uh, <laughs> and smoke maybe a, a quarter of her cigarette or something like that and throw it in the trash. Listen, I, I, I've never really smoked and, uh, don't, don't ever really care to. It's not my issue, but though it's not my issue, I'm going to stand up for people who do want to smoke because they ought to have the freedom to smoke. Um, 
and I realize that the concept is divide and conquer because all of a sudden, you know, it's the smokers that are the problem. Then it's the selling of, of alcohol that's a problem. Then it's the selling of, of maybe soft drinks or whatever. It's like, you know, they'll pick them off one at a time. And if you only defend what you're passionate about, then they're going to come for you and no one's going to speak up for you. As a pastor, I want the ability uh, to be able to speak truth from the pulpit and freedom of religion. Now, in this country, if that's going to continue, I need people who aren't religious that will take my side, right? Uh, and stand up for it. Uh, so the point being, even if you're not a Dr. Seuss fan, even if you, you, know, you don't have issues with the, something that's being attacked, you have to stand up for it because they will come for yours. And if you don't stand up for them, they're not going to stand up for you. And guess what? It's all going to be canceled out by this extremism. It's interesting. Um, I was reading an article this morning, and the person said, cancel culture will get Donald Trump elected again. I, I don't know what to say about that other than it's probably true. And it's a shame we, do, we don't need that. Now, some of you, my listeners, actually a lot of you would probably be really excited about that. I'm not excited about him being elected again, but I would be excited about someone who holds his values and principles and doesn't get in the way of him by running his his mouth. Um, that I would be excited about that. But 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 it's true. It's gonna it's gonna bring someone like a Trump back in. Why? Because when you get punched and punched and punched over again, and you get bloodied and you get your nose broken, you want someone who's going to break their nose back, and that's what Trump did. In fact, I would say we got gypped out of four years of Trump because we had eight years of extremism un under Obama. So a Trump had to come, had to come to be able to balance out what we had just gone through in, in, in the abuse of power and in, in, in everything that went on um, with the left in terms of just uh, uh, running over the right during the Obama years. We, we were deserved eight years of it under Trump, but Trump got in the way of himself, I would say. Um, other people would say other things. Uh, and we got gypped out. We lost four years. So what's happened is rather than eight years of extremism to the left and followed by eight years of extremism to the right, we had eight years of extremism to the left followed by four years of ext more extremism uh, on the right and, and everything moved more to the left. Why? Because we're back on that track again. And if we can continue in this extremism uh, from the left, you will be bringing upon yourself um, an extremist from, from the right. And so the days probably aren't too far off that the, 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 the moderates on the, on the left will unite with the moderates on the right. Because if not, this country is going to continue to be torn apart by extremism. That is being, back to the point that I wanted to go back to a little bit more, that's being really controlled by, fed by, financed by corporations in America. It was the Sousa state that decided this. It, it, it is, you know, the, 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 the richest companies in America that are pushing agendas in America that go against the, the, the values and the principles that America has always held. They, they're, they're financing it. It, it, and, and what's interesting and how that it's really been seen here in Texas is just uh, on Wednesday, two days ago, well, wait, no, it must have been Tuesday, 
um, on Tuesday, today's Thursday as I'm speaking this, um, our governor came out um, at the same time as the governor of Mississippi, and he uh, he released us from being told we have to wear masks. We were told back in, I don't know, May, we we're going to just do it for 30 days because it was going to control the, uh, the spread of it. Um, not only did it never control the spread of it, but 30 days turned into like seven or eight months. This was long overdue. And I actually took off the sign at church. The, uh, I had a sign up, mass not required. And I thought, well, they're not re- required anywhere anymore. So why do I have to put not required here? Well, I needed to because apparently um, they are still being required. I probably need to put it back up. I need to put masks still not required, and we love Dr. Seuss. In fact, I think I'm going to do that after I uh, finish recording this uh, this podcast. Um, because what I've heard from people is that where some companies like Target, per se, I've heard specifically them, that we're allowing people to come in without masks and not really saying much. Now that people don't have to wear them legally, they're forcing it. Uh, because part of the governor's edict is businesses can do what they can do. And I believe that they can and free market should decide. But what's happened is uh, people have come out now that some of us have the freedom if we choose to not wear masks, they're trying to guilt, shame and force us back into it. And once again, it's the corporations who are leading that charge. Costco, even before we were under the mandate, didn't want to let people decide. Um, and and this is the problem in America is that money controls and corporations have the money and they're doing the influence and they're doing the controlling. And at some point, we need to stand up and say, you know what, just because you have $20 billion, just because you own the supply of food to our country or the supply of merchandise to our country, you know what, we don't have to shop at your stores. We don't have to buy it. Um, and and we're not going to be quiet anymore. I, I have a, up on the sign right now something that basically says, uh, um, uh, be, uh, I, it doesn't say be brave or be strong. I remember, but it, it, it's, it's basically stand up and, 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 and do what is right. Um, stop living by fear, live by faith, uh, speak up. And, and that's what we've got to uh, start doing as a people. You know, as Christians, what what's our role in that? Do we uh, just go with the flow? Do do we uh, follow uh, uh, obedience to uh, what uh, government and what big business and what culture is saying, or do we stand up and 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 speak against that? You know, I follow the Bible. It says, uh, you know, by the truth, the truth we have in Christ, we will be set free. Um, and and so for me, the we we must speak truth. Uh, we must have courage and we must be brave and 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 we can't it can't any longer be you know we just like to send things like uh, post it on facebook where we've already defriended the people who don't agree with us or you know if you're like me when something ridiculous happens i'm always sending it in a text to people who i know will be sympathetic to it you know what it's time for us to to not just send it to people who are sympathetic to it it's time for us to um to speak it loudly and clearly we have to take a stand and we have to speak up. We have to speak up in our homes and not worry about keeping peace. Jesus himself says, if you love your mother, father, sister, brother, whatever, more than him, that you know we're not worthy of him. We, we have to be willing to sacrifice those relationships in our family to speak truth. 
We need to be willing in our jobs to speak truth. And if those corporations are going to fire us, then uh, so be it. They're going to fire us. Um, then maybe as Christians, we need to be more uh, oriented as entrepreneurs and be starting our own businesses and, and looking for people who share our values in, you know, in the same way that people who are on the left can fire for people because of their views and values on the right, then, then it should work both ways. We know it doesn't, but in theory it should. So we need to speak up not only in our homes and in, 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 in our jobs, but in the community, in, in the town square and um, in, in government. It's, it's only when we do speak up, it's only when we say that, you know what, we're not going to roll over, that, that truth matters, that, that we will be heard and we will be respected. You see, if you care for this country, we have no other choice. If you care for you know, freedom of religion, and, and, and that is important for us. It doesn't matter if you're on the left or if you're on the right. If you care for that, you have to speak up and say this isn't right. But you know what? Most of all, if you care for your children and if you care for your children's children and if you want them to inherit a country, we've got to speak up because extremism has taken hold in America. And the end result is to destroy America. In the end, they want to reshape America, but in reshaping America, it will be destroyed. There's no question about that. And the Bible tells me that when God gives us something, you have to be a good steward of it. You, you have to tend it. You have to care for it. You have to be actively involved and engaged in, in, in keeping it the way that it is and making it better. It doesn't happen on its own. And in the same way that we've become lazy as is, 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 uh, dads or maybe even moms nowadays as, as parents, uh, maybe we become lazy in our marriage, uh, you know, we become lazy in our faith and we don't go to church or, uh, you know, it's easier to sit in our pajamas and watch it on television now. You know, we've got to stop being lazy and we have to stop being lazy in terms of a society and as a people. Because if we don't speak up for truth, who will? I appreciate you listening to me today, and, uh, and, and I really pray that uh, these words will resonate with you. And whether you're part of the church here at Light of the World or uh, you're somewhere else across the country, um, that um, you will take the same message and, uh, and you will speak it to the people that are in your circle of influence and even those people who aren't. Thanks and have a great day.